Hey. Hmm? This is my side of the bed now. I don't want you on my side of the bed. What do you mean it's your side of the bed? And nobody have a side of the bed. You, this is my side of the bed, I'm telling you right now. This is my side, and I don't want your body touching on my body on my side of the bed. About this is your side of the bed. I'd put move on any side of the bed I want. No, you can't. This is my side of the bed. You better not come over here. I don't want you to touch. I'm not touching you. You also touch me. Look at your pajamas. Your pajamas are rubbing up against my pajamas right there. And look at it. What's wrong with you? I don't want you touching my my body or nothing because you're on my side of the bed. Well, how come all of a sudden this got to be your side of the bed and you don't you don't want anybody touching your body or nothing like that? Because you told Dad that I ate a Jello and I had already eaten one, and then Dad took the Jello away from me and told me to get up from the table and I couldn't be sitting at the table no more. Well, you did. You already had five jellos early in the daytime. You were sneaking jellos, and Mom didn't know nothing about it, and you kept sneaking. Well, who told you that you were the one going around the big jello sheriff of the house? We're ready. I wanted to save this for when it was actually recording. Jeremy, why are there, are there latex breasts in your office? Um, I think the question is, why doesn't everyone have latex breasts in their And why are they covered That's with weird. blood? Um, I think this is a obvious question with a more obvious and answer. Dirt. We live in Hollywood, California, right. and the old house, uh, the house I used to live in before mm-hmm. I lived in this house, uh, we live next door to a um, special effects company uh-huh. and so we used to go dumpster diving holy shit we actually have a, a laundry basket right in front of the hot tub out there uh-huh. uh that's full of heads that's and limbs heads yeah with nice. the heads and, and there's a foot in there that's amazing yeah and so i have from earlier so. so i have breasts as that's well nice and there was no way to put the breasts in anything so i right. had to sort of clip them and hang them up well it's much creepier and it's great it's terrible that. it's <laughs> It's like you're hanging them up to dry. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's a kind of festive. It puts the lotion in the basket. Yeah, a little bit. You know, that's what it says. That's good. It's not, it doesn't have any nipples. I think that's the thing. Yes, it also does not have nipples, and it has kind of have a navel though, which is yeah. off-putting. A little bit. Yeah. Saggy navel. I can turn it around if it's no, no, no. <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> Just distracting. Uh. That's all. Um, so welcome to comedy on vinyl. Whee! This week we're doing uh, Bill Cosby's to Russell, my brother, whom I slept with. And uh, the the voices you were hearing earlier were my fiance now Jen. So you gotta say hi. Hi. And Jeremy Guskin. How are you? Also my fiance. That's not true. Um, but uh, yeah, we so we can share. We can share. And uh, yeah, I don't know. So Bill Cosby. I didn't. I only grew up with the Cosby Show. So listening to his actual comedy, I only really started listening to his comedy like ten years ago. I think for the first time. So, but I know Jen, you grew up on it. How about you? Jen? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think there there were two things. Is actually, I didn't really realize that I knew, <laughs> and I'm going to sort of deviate from this album for a bit because when That's you're fine. talking about Bill Cosby, you kind of, especially because he also released a lot of albums. Yeah. People don't realize that when uh-huh. he was, and all he of them have pictures, cut, right? Of so him like, really young. Yeah. Like yeah. they all look really young, yeah. and then <laughs> the electric company, right? Yeah. The electric company hit, and his glasses got big, yeah. his hair got big, and his and, hats got funky. Right. And he started appearing in movies like. Mother Jugs and Speed. Yeah. So, but I mean, but like his, he released a lot of albums and, you know, for me as just a, you know, comedy fan and somebody who's raised on it, uh, my father uh, used to play actually on vinyl. The first Bill Cosby album I ever heard was, um, uh, hello, was um, uh, the uh, Moses and God. Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is still, to this day, one of the funniest things I've ever heard oh, yeah. him do, and I can listen to it over and over again. And it just, and I, you also don't realize how long it is. Right. It yeah. just keeps going. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's all so good. Right. It doesn't. The, it just, yeah, that first game. Who is this you know? really? <laughs> you know, I, so my dad played me that one, but the first, I mean, the, and I mean, I remember hearing when I was young and liking it. But uh, the one thing I remember more than anything, and of course this was on television, was Bill Cosby himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was just the most captivating stand-up yeah. comedy I'd ever seen in my life. And it was just him. And, you know, and it was post all crazy Mortimer Ichabod marker mm-hmm. and all that. You know, like he was just in a brown suit yeah. with a chair on stage and a mic. And that's it. 
Not and he very, sat for most of yeah, it. He active. didn't walk a lot, you mm-hmm. know, and the background changes colors every now and again. And right. That's all. Yeah. He's having yeah. a conversation with you. Yeah, and I mean, it literally feels like he's having it with you. And even though I was a kid, it was like somebody was telling me, like, this is why I hate children. <laughs> and you're like, yes, that's why I hate children, too. I am one, and I hate them. <laughs> this whole, I mean, this whole album, too, the the second half of this is oh, all one bit. And it's brilliant. It's amazing. You know, and again, because I, I, his best stuff, and he was great at coming up with bits, you know, mm-hmm. like his... You know, like the the Noah bit again, uh-huh. brilliant. But the stuff that just comes out effortlessly and connects yeah. with everyone yeah. is the stuff about him. Mm-hmm. You know, about him growing up yeah. with the, the kids who were around him, him and his brother. You know, him and his parents. Mm-hmm. You know, and when he gets older, him and his kids, mm-hmm. him and his yeah. wife. You know, like that's, that's no. Everybody drives each other insane. And yeah, and, and to what degrees? Like you know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing because how many comedians do the same thing? You know, Eddie Murphy. Uh, you know, the the cookout right. bit. It's yeah. the best thing on the out, and it's literally just you know. I mean, of course, it's exaggerated and heightened, but sure. it's probably not even that much. Right, right. You know, and uh, can you? Uh, are there any specific? I mean, just for me, I only have a sister. I didn't have a brother, but it still rings totally fucking true. The oh. whole side of the album is just—it's exactly how siblings relate. Yeah, you know, there's that love, oh, God, yeah. that love, and then that need to to you know self protect, but it also protect them at the same time. There's that all you know us against the parents. You, you got it. And I mean, like me and I, you know, I have a brother's four years younger than me. So, yeah. you know, I mean, that way it was me and him and mm-hmm. I get it, you know, I mean, it's all the same stuff, torturing each other, scaring the crap out of each yeah. other, you know, I mean, like those, those are my favorite things. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. I mm-hmm. love, uh, yeah. I love so wait, it means stuff. all three of us have siblings that are four years younger than us. So what about you then, sweetie? Jen. Jen, I won't call you sweetie. Okay, Jen. <laughs> you and you and your brother. If like, you say sweetie, they don't know who you're talking to. That's true. L- luckily, there was only, I think, a brief period where we actually shared a room when he was really little. Yeah. Um, I did not like him during that period, but it wasn't really his fault. It was just, uh, I wasn't ready for him to be around yet. Right. So, um, but no, like... Like, if we ever had, like, sleepovers in the living room where we'd, like, like, we'd get along for a while, we'd, like, spend, you know, before bedtime, like, making forts out of all the pillows and Mm -hmm. sheets and just everything we could find, and then our our parents would just avoid the whole living room because they didn't want to even think about all the stuff that might be ruining or jumping on or whatever. And then, um, but once we actually had to lay down, that's when we started getting really obnoxious with with, with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's exactly yeah. how it is. Like, like even if it started off as fun, there'd at least be some point where it was like, all right, let's see if we can fuck with each other a little bit. And then your dad introduced you to Bill Cosby, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, was this the one that you listened this to? This was the first, I think this is the first comedy album he ever, like, sat me down and was like, you know, it's really funny. Like, you really need to hear this. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if it's, like, I was watching the Cosby show or, or what, and then he's like, if you really like him, like, we need to listen to this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. And was his a radio station copy, too, because he used to be a DJ? Or did he... Yeah, I have a bunch of uh, stolen, it, stolen albums among my <laughs> mother <laughs> used to watch it off. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. With all the little corners, like, sawed into slightly or mm-hmm. punched through, yeah. Or have, like, a number that you can't decipher on it. Oh, yeah. That's sure. Right. Some yeah. of them have, like, a gold stamp, but most of them just have, like, the cheapest possible way to show that they were promotional and they shouldn't take them home. Yep. Yeah. And, oops. And you did anyway. Oops, yeah, I didn't notice the corner. <laughs> Nobody turned that's, you in. That's where all my collection is, though. Like, every, so every shop I buy them from, they're all radio copies. Sometimes they send you multiple copies to the stations, right. to be fair. There's supposed to be way above. Right. So, but for you, why was it so funny as a little kid? Oh, like, seriously, I think the beginning part, like, the first side was pretty funny, but, mm-hmm. but like, he, he was like, alright, like, I'm gonna flip this over and this is really, mm-hmm. this is pretty good stuff. It, it reminds me of... I think I think you'll relate to it. And your dad has a younger brother. Or wait, your dad's an older brother. My my dad's the youngest. He's the youngest, right? So he's okay. he's the Russell, if mm-hmm. anything, although he I think there's a big enough difference between them and mine up and quite as bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not sure. <laughs> no, but like the first time I heard like the part where he started talking about him and his brother. Mm-hmm. 
I, I don't think I could breathe very well. Like, I was just the whole time. Like, I could not stop laughing the whole time. Right. It was too ridiculous. But you, you could totally relate to it. Because kids sure. do the stupidest crap to each other. Because you're bored. Mm-hmm. You have Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> but only half the time. Mm-hmm. Other, the other time you're like, no, i got to get out of this situation. How am I going to kill them? Yeah. <laughs> What's the best way to describe? I'm going to get in body. trouble if it's <laughs> too obvious, so I have to be very creative. Yeah. Um, oh man, and then uh, I think the other thing that rings so true is the voice of his increasingly angry father, who never and who I, is the most patient and probably possibly the sweetest man in the world because he doesn't beat the crap out of them after uh, the first yeah. or second or third or fourth time. Yeah, he makes them stand. Probably hoping that they will get tired enough to lay down. Yep, yep. And shut up. It's great. <laughs> it's great. I mean, the whole second half of the, the, the B side of this album is really just a radio play. I mean, yeah. it's just him doing it, and it's just it's great. I'm just looking at the the jacket inside. This is from what 1968 or something like yeah. that. What is it? 68. I'm looking at the Warner Brothers Seven Arts Records. You know, so they have the promos of their own stuff. And they got 20 album covers on uh-huh. here. At least five of them yeah. are Bill Cosby. Really? <laughs> yeah. Making, Holy making shit. faces. I mean, like, Bob Newhart's got one. Uh-huh. Alan Sherman's got one. Mm-hmm. Peter, Paul, and Mary have two. Oh, there you go. Grateful <laughs> Dead have one. Bill Cosby's got Revenge. Bill Cosby Sings. Out of music Bill Cosby and Wonderfulness. Company. Bill Cosby, why is, the, why is there air? And Bill Cosby, I started out as a child. Awesome. That's just what's on this. That's holy shit. That's insane. There's more on the other side, I think. Or is it, are they just no, this, this is just a, the distinguished artists on Warner mm. Brothers. And you can see Bill Cosby um, in between Petula Clark and Anita Kerr. Wow. Peter Paul Mary. Peter Paul and Mary are just above Jimmy Durante, which I like too. <laughs> we gotta do a Jimmy Durante album soon. <laughs> who's, who's I've seen them at, at Atomic. Who's just above the Grateful Dead? Wow. Because I can't think of a better one two punch than Jeremy Durante and the Grateful <laughs> be Dead. be a great set. I would yeah. watch that concert. I are you mean, kidding me? That'd <laughs> be amazing. I would even go see Alan Sherman in Harper's Bazaar. <laughs> I'm not really that big a Harper's Bazaar fan. Oh. I like how Bob Newhart looks like uh, 007 on this one. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Looks... Got a smoking gun up. That's pretty great. Pretty nice. <laughs> I don't want you touching my body because you are not really my brother anyway. You know, I'm older than you, and actually, you were not born here. You were brought here by the police. I wasn't brought in by no police. Yes, you were. The police brought you right in here and said, take care of this boy until he starts lying. And I'm going to tell the police that you have lied and you are going back to jail. I ain't no police brought nobody, baby. I'm, I'm, that's my mother and father there. No, they the police are your mother and father. And I don't want you touching me. Sorry. I no, that's, no, that's fine. One of the wonderful things about vinyl, yep. boys and girls, is that there are advertisements in it. <laughs> that's right. We weren't getting them enough. Yeah, so right. we decided to put them inside the record. Did the, so I'm assuming then this is another one that your dad let you, Jeremy? One of the, I think, and it was just interesting listening to you talk about your father and, you know, letting you listen to this, but I think one of the reasons why most parents have no problem letting their children listen to Bill Cosby is he doesn't swear. Right. Right. He never swears. He's, he, I mean, he gets to the point where he's describing how people are at their breaking point. Right, and he still doesn't but need he doesn't to need do it. To. You know, I mean, yeah. the worst, the worst he ever does is like he'll. I mean, he swore once, I think, yeah. in uh, uh, Bill Cosby himself. Yeah, just as or, an asshole, right? Right, and and I mean, and uh, one of my favorite dirtiest bits of his is how him and his brother, of course, didn't know what their names were, that they were Bill and Russell until <laughs> they were in their teens because they thought their names were Jesus Christ and damn it. Because it was always, Jesus Christ put that thing down and damn it get in here! One time my father turned to me and yelled, damn it! Put that away! And I said, Dad, I'm Jesus Christ! <laughs> 
<laughs> I know so many people who still do these bits like they're their own. Like this is one of the few things where I have my. Because uh, it is because it when you like when you grow up with it and be, when it touches so close to yeah. who you are, yeah. you know how can it. You know, how can it not become like, yeah, that's my thing. It's uh-huh. like, you know, it's like my father is still throwing around George Harlan, Bill Cosby lines like he fucking came up with. Yeah. yeah. You know, and bless him for it because he's just stealing the best ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and what a disappointment when you find out later that your father didn't come up with any of that. <laughs> but then your respect is renewed when you realize he at least stole from someone good. Yeah, right, right. Well, I, you know, and I had that experience with my, my favorite math teacher in high school. He yeah. would tell those stories like, chocolate cake and shit like there is. Right, like, and he didn't care. He's like, no, no, no. He just... He Did just, he get the laugh? Oh, yeah. So oh, what does he, matter? Could, he could fucking deliver that shit it's like... It's like Shakespeare. Oh, you know, it's yeah. like, yeah, I didn't write it, but, you know, I'm the one who said it first for you, so yeah, you'll right. always remember that. Exactly. Mr. Perry, thank you. I will, just, I will say that. Thank you, Mr. Perry. He's the man. Um, <laughs> He's our principal of the school. Nice. Yeah. Moving on up. Oh, did you help him... We're, we're, we'll we'll, we'll say I was responsible. We'll yeah, say that the video of my testimonial, Jason, so my video testimonial for Ron Perry, also. is the reason. Yeah, yeah. thank you, me, thank you, me. <laughs> um, yeah, but I and I, I do feel like I missed out not not growing up with Bill Cosby because I think I would have. I know. What well, I don't know. And, it still rings this is true. And see, like that's but, the and I mean this is weird because normally I'd like to talk more about the album, but this is yeah. like one of the few times where I want to talk about the person a little yeah, bit more yeah. because Bill Cosby as an entity throughout, like yeah. from the '60s to the '80s, yeah. was so family friendly. Yeah, but know? also hilarious. Like oh, I mean, and, and, and not pandering at all, yeah. except yeah. maybe the last. 17 seasons of The Cosby Show. Um, but the, the first 14 are still brilliant. Uh, just the last 17, it tends to go yeah. a little over the top. Once they get into the scatting opening and yep. Raven Simone. Oh, God. They, you can't pull that, man. That's, no. that's foul. No. You know, we all see it coming. They yeah. did it on the, what was it? They did it on the Brady Bunch. Yeah. And as much as we love Raven Simone when she was little, right. look what she's become. You might say, that's too Raven. Yeah, it's a oh, ha. That's almost <laughs> worthy of a Zach Galifianakis joke right there. Because there are sometimes I'll do things and I'll go, that's so Raven. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but I mean, honestly, if we knew what was going to happen to that poor girl, we should have just, you know, yeah. Do- Dr. Huxtable would have not let her become an actor. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, right. Dr. Huxtable would have kept that girl in school. Yep. And, yeah. and, Exercising, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, no. But I just—it's just Bill Cosby. So it's so interesting because he was so much a part of I think my generation growing up. Because not only yeah. did we have the Cosby Show mm-hmm. when we were young, young, we were getting him on Jello? the Electric Jello? Company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, yeah, I'm not even just the commercial. I didn't think about the commercials. I really, honestly, the Coke and a smile, and yeah. you know, and the Jello and everything. Poor dude. Um, <laughs> I did the face. It was a good face. It, it was good. For a white guy, it's not bad. It was pretty good. Um, I just, that's the only one I do, the happy face. Mm-hmm. I don't do any of the other Cosby faces. But anyway, um, but from, you know, like, and the electric company, yeah. from uh, picture pages. Sure. I mean, and from the cartoon, oh. yeah. you know, Fat Albert. Yeah. You know, like, that's, that's why, I mean, he was all over that. He was doing voices, and it was his, his stories. It was all that. I mean, and like, so, I mean, you, I don't think you could grow up in America in the in the late seventies, early eighties, and yeah, not right. know who like Bill Cosby was, yeah. you know, and not I mean, and that's anybody. I'm I, and again, I come from New York and live in Los Angeles, so it's not a really great barometer. But I can't imagine that there weren't people in Middle America sure. and all over the United States who, you know, he, he was just he was in their lives as if much as their parents TV. or teachers were, right? Yeah. There's no reason the Cosby Show would have succeeded if he wasn't popular in Middle America. Right. I mean, it was the same thing. It's like, you know, you wonder. It's like, well, well, people get, you know, Seinfeld in in whatever state people think is derogatory to name. Right. 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 And yeah, of course, because it's funny. Yeah. And that was just it. It's just like Cosby was just so a part of everyone's life growing up. And now he's turned into (laughs) this sort of media pariah, backbiting. Yep woman doping thing wearing a baseball cap, you know, uh, for Georgetown or mm-hmm. whoever it is that he's rooting for, which is so weird to like see him shy away from the spotlight is yeah. weird. Yeah. 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 I'm not, I'm not sure what, uh, yeah, I don't know why that is. I would love to see the man. I mean, apparently he still has stand up. 
Which really? Yes. Where? Occasionally, wow. I don't know because that would be so worth seeing. Well, if you've seen uh, the movie Jerry Seinfeld's comedian, the yeah. documentary, and the I have you, not. Okay, it's pretty good. But That's if you listen to in the uh, the commentary, him, he, and I think Colin Quinn are talking about. No, there's a part in it in the actual movie where Chris Rock said, "I just saw you know Bill Cosby. He's still good." And then, but in the commentary, Jerry Seinfeld's like, "I love Bill Cosby, but I saw him too, pretty close to him. It wasn't wasn't as good as I'd hoped." But so he still does stuff, or at least was, you know. Five six years ago. That's great, though. I love to hear I, that. I just, you know? I mean, I and just again, it's not it's... always going to be brilliant. I love the fact that sure. Seinfeld was like, "Yeah, he wasn't that great." It means he's still, you know, like he's still kind of a snob, which is good, which <laughs> right. is what you want. You know, I love the. I still want everybody to be great. You know, yeah. like I'd love to go see Eddie Murphy on you know, do some stand up and just tear it up. Um, and it's just so interesting, like when you see movies with like Steve Martin again and, mm-hmm. and Eddie Murphy and all these people who used to do stand up, they don't do it anymore. It's like, well. I guess yeah. they found something else, or yeah, yeah. But I mean, for people like Cosby, you know, it's like that's again five albums so yeah. on this thing alone. And I know it's a Cosby album, so of course, you know, sure, playing the audience. But still, you know, he amazing amount of work. And not only did he just do the com- he didn't just do the comedy albums. He's got a lot of singing albums. I have not yeah. listened to any of them, but there's Does a he? lot of yes. He has one yes. with Quincy Jones. Awesome. With him and Quincy Jones, and he wrote a song, and it's called. Hickey Boo. I believe that's actually the name of it. And it's literally this awesome fucking like late 70s soul funk track that Quincy Jones made really? and Bill Cosby's just making noises. All right, oh my we God. need to put that part of that at the end of this if we can put yeah, it Yeah, Hickey Burr is what it's called, awesome. I believe. And it's just... Hickey Burr. It's just it's, it's Bill Cosby making all these weird Bill Cosby noises. Holy shit. It's like if he were a three amigo, that would have been his thing yep. to summon the secret, <laughs> the, the invisible swords, but it would be that song. Uh, I think we talked about this because uh, Mike and I did the the first Bill Cosby album that that we talked about, which was uh, the first album, his first album. Mm. We were talking about what was Mike. on that. Uh, that I think Noah was on that. Is it really? Yeah, oh wow, that's great. Yeah, it's that that whole album is is pretty great. He talks about football a lot on that one too, but like football, and then he goes into the the Noah thing. The Noah thing's the biggest part. Right. He he does that weird like the football player and the the hair commercial. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He talks about that, and then he does the whole uh, the coin flipping and like talking about how the you know. Oh, cat robbers is cabbage sowers. Cabbage sowers, cat robbers. Yep. That yeah. Whole thing. I, that one's a little too sticky, even for yeah. me. Sure. Man, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, no, the, the commercial I think is funny yeah. because I love his stupid, his stupid football player. Put this on your hair, <laughs> kid. Yeah. Now rub it in. I mean, it's just it's so I could listen to him just speak like that for a half an hour and not do anything. Um, yeah, it's like when he's it's like when he's on this one, like when he's doing the whispering. Yeah, with yeah, him, like yeah. honestly, he could keep that going for four hours, Seriously. and I would then about nothing, and I could yeah. be totally. Totally engaged. Is there anybody yeah. out here who does out, out now who does this who could do a thirty-minute bit? Like, uh, well, we've talked about that before. It's like you know, like I mean, how many people can sustain? And I think I, I don't think it's in the same way. But I've always been partial to Jake Johansson for mm-hmm. that because first time I ever saw him, he did a half an hour set and told two stories. That's awesome. You know, yeah, and this is when everybody else was before, doing yeah. like their bits and the thing, and then mm-hmm. you know, like not everybody was trying to be Stephen Wright, but you know, it's yeah. like it's still, you know, you come up with your little observations and you sure. the next thing. Um, but I think I still think Jake Johansson, he's he's great with that. You know, just able to tell a story and keep yeah. you so engaged. And yeah, he'll go off on a couple of tangents, sure. but he always gets back to where he wanted to go. Huh? I, I and I feel bad because I don't think I've ever heard any. Really? I think I've never heard him or seen him. Well, then I'll have to find something for you because his because I saw him in the eighties and then mm. didn't see him for a long time. Okay. And saw like and got some Showtime comedy thing came on. I was mm. like, wait, Jake Johansson, Jake Johansson? Fuck, I remember him. He all looked like crazy and suspended. I'm like, well, he probably won't be wearing any of that shit anymore. <laughs> right. Not 1987. <laughs> and I was like, no, but you know, he's got his haircut. He's got his goofy glasses. Yeah. He's, He's he's maybe mellowed a little bit and gotten a little older, but he still has all the great little quirks. Yeah. And his material was fantastic. I mean, he said huh. a line that I try to that I know I'm going to be using until the day I die. Uh-huh. It's like you know you're getting older mm-hmm. when you injure yourself in your sleep. <laughs> you know when you get up in the morning, you're like oh 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 
oh fuck, oh what, and oh my god. And it's literally like somebody was just punching you in the back for about an hour and a half. That is the worst thing. And you're like, what did I, what did I do? I didn't. This is a pain I used to feel when falling down a hill multiple times when I was young. What has happened to me? I could fight with my brother for three hours oh, straight. And, and and shrug it off happened. and like, oh, yeah, Maybe. literally. On a bad day. And he's like, that's it. That's how you know you've when you've injured yourself in your sleep. That's it. You're old. Oh God. So yeah, you gotta get you some of this stuff. Yeah. So yes. You better shut up. You gonna make Dad come in here with that belt? Hey, you better be quiet. Shut up. I'm talking. You better shut up. Dad's gonna come in with the belt and give us a beating. We had never seen the belt. But we had heard about it. The belt was nine feet long, eight feet wide, and it had hooks on it. And it would rip the meat off your body if it ever hit you. Hey, you better be quiet. You, you hit me in the eye and made all the stars jump around in my brain. My eyeball fell out. No, I didn't. It didn't so fall out. You look at the eyeballs out. No, I ain't. Let me see it. You want me? You want me to rub it? Yeah, because it's falling out. Does that, that feel better? Huh? Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean it. You did so, you meant to do it, you meant to do it. You're always hitting people in the face. I'm sorry, I said I'm sorry. Yeah, you did, you hit me in the face. I'm telling Dad. I'm telling Dad, 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 I'm telling Dad. No, shut up, man. Go to sleep. No. Forget all about it. I never hit you. 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 You fell out the bed. 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 Yeah, because no, I don't know. It just it's it's less of a storytelling thing because because I think the '80s kind of sucked that out of people a little bit because the '80s became more sticky, more <clears throat> punchline. There's so many fucking hat comedians. More looking at personality, not like the material. Well, it's or... sold. You know, you can't you can't sure. fault anybody for mm-hmm. making it work. You know, yeah. like you can dump on dice for mm-hmm. all you want, but the guy had a career, which sure. is more than most comedians will ever have. And yeah, it was this horrible, horrible character. Yeah. But to be honest with you, I think if you did it again today and did it right, mm-hmm. you could get away with it. You know, it's like if Stephen Colbert can do it, yeah, right, in yeah. just a different sort of forum and venue, mm-hmm. why not? You know, why not come up with a horrible, offensive, <laughs> old world Catskills comedian type comedian? Uh, 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 you know, like that's all he was. He was just the next yeah. incarnation of that. I mean, yeah. I think, I think, that, I mean, everybody's attention spans got shorter too. Well, there's that, but I still think, but again, I still think good material. Is good material, sure. and you know, like with with this, you know, it's it's Cosby. It's, it's you know, he he puts such good work into all of this, and the best thing is, is his character was himself. Yeah. So the more he got into character, the better it got, mm-hmm. and the easier it was for him to do. It's so good. You know, like, it's, yeah, I mean, like, and just to jump forward because that's yeah. the one I remember in, in Bill Cosby himself. Yeah, was when he gets to. The, the swirling the bucket of ice water uh-huh. and they can make breakfast and go get the children and the and you could see and the exhaustion in him mm-hmm. to just relive it there on the stage <laughs> yeah. was palpable. Uh-huh. You know, like you could see him looking at her face and going, I remember this because mm-hmm. I've seen versions of it on more than one occasion. Mm-hmm. And it's and you literally you sit there and you giggle because yeah. you know it's just <laughs> this happens a lot. And there's so much fucking heart to it though, and I don't oh, want to yeah. be snappy about it but like the, not that every comedian has to have heart to what they do a lot of that that's not the point of what they're doing but that's what made him this work so well but yeah. I think I think this goes back to you know like Aeschylus talking about comedy mm-hmm. you know or Sophocles or whoever it is is that and it goes with with every good comedic uh, vehicle from and, and, and you can talk about just the popular ones yeah. from you know from the fucking from the frogs or some satyr uh-huh. play to bridesmaids. Yeah. It's the good ones 
all good comedy has an element of drama, and all good sure. drama has an element of comedy because that's life. Yeah. I want to sit there and watch somebody cry for two hours because right. there's nothing in that for me. Right. You know, it's like what, it's it's one thing over and over and over again. I we'll probably have to turn that on so you can see it. Huh, um, uh, yeah, but uh, things are happening. It's, uh, it's it's so it it be and you look at you know bridesmaids they have it you know like yeah. it's it's disgusting but there are one or two there's, really there's nice. There's a lot of painful things in that movie. But there's some beautiful heartfelt moments. Yeah, and yeah, there's some really sad stuff where it, like it's not horrible and funny. It's just like oh, it's, when she when what's her name breaks down and just says you know I don't know if I want to go through this. It's costing too much. It's it's going beyond my control and everything. Like there's that moment where it's just you know what. They just let the bottom drop out, and you have to have some drama yeah. to show how funny life can get. You yeah, know, you so don't have the perspective. You people can't treat do it. that movie. That's the only reason you get through life if you have a good sense of humor. You're yeah. gonna get much further through the bad crap and not let it get you down as much. And it you, bring, you know? and that's what brings me right back to like hearing that Cosby is doing stand up as recently as now or five mm-hmm. years ago. Because yeah. I mean look at what the guys had to go through sure. in the last couple of you know, in the last decade. Yeah. I mean not to if you just wanna get rid of all of the personal stuff, how about just losing your son? Exactly. You know, if, if your only son. Yeah. yeah. You know, things like that. It's and you know, I would love to I, I'd love to hear him talk about it, not to hear him vent or anything, but yeah. to hear, to, to, to see material come out of it. Sure. I wouldn't want to hear him, you know, like, I wouldn't want to pry in anybody's life, like, of course, but, of course. you know, like, but, and I don't want to do it in a, in a sort of self-indulgent way, and I hate to bring this up, but like, you know, uh, what's his name, Titus, uh, uh-huh. that, that dude, it, like his, I'm still waiting for the bit in most of his bits, Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, it's just about his miserable life, yeah. and I'm waiting for the comedy to come out of right. like Murphy and, 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 you know, Carlin and Cosby, you can see the miserable upbringing to a yeah. certain extent, even though it probably wasn't all miserable, right. but they take the bad things, and they're able to channel it into such amazing yeah. stuff, Yeah, so, you know. And equally, uh, you know, I, I the only reason I like to bring up Cosby and Eddie Murphy in the same um, sentences is usually because obviously he was a huge influence on Eddie Murphy. But like, they come from two incredibly different backgrounds. If you want to go by the stories they tell, at least you know sure. he's got this father who threatens to hit him, but it's clearly like the sweetest guy on the planet is just exhausted. Whereas you listen to Eddie Murphy, and there's so much pain in that. Like he's clearly had an abusive shitty upbringing with a drunk piece of shit father. Well, you know. know. Yeah, well, I mean, And then they can both pull comedy. Very similar, very equally good comedy, I think, out of of these two different upbringings. It's it's incredible. But, I mean, that's it. You know, you gotta use your perspective in life and and it's, you know, it's, 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 it's perspective, it's trial, it's heartache, that's Mm -hmm. what, you know, you have, that's what makes you develop a sense of humor, you know, it's like, you know, why are the Jews so funny? It's like, because who are you going to dump on? You know, it's like, after that much heartache, if you don't have a sense of humor, you just fucking kill yourself. Right. Or or the line I love from, uh, um, is it John Cameron Mitchell in Hedwig and the Angry Inch? Uh Um, when he's playing Hedwig and, and just going through some part of his life and everybody's laughing, he goes, I have to laugh, otherwise I'd cry. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, yeah. that's that's it. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like, which way are you going to go? Are you going to go down the dark road or are you going to go down the light road? Yeah. Right? You know, that's... You're, and you're allowed to go down the dark road for a while, but if sure. you, you can turn around and get, get, get back where you need to go. Exactly, and isn't it much nicer in the sun? Yeah, you appreciate it more once yeah. you get back there. Well, you can see better, you know, <laughs> the vitamin D in the skin alone, you know, things like that. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm not to say that I don't love the evening as well, but, you know, it's like, we're not bats for a reason. That's very true. I'm a bat. No, you're not. Yeah, no, I just, I, it's just so interesting, like, to not see Bill Cosby anymore. It's, yeah, I know, because he's a huge part of m- me growing up, because it's the first stuff I really watched on TV as a kid. That's it. And, and uh, yeah, and it's it's also been a little... <sighs> he set this he set this bar really high for, for sitcoms, and not just sitcoms, but black sitcoms. Oh, yeah. It's frustrating that few are meeting. Well, and, and, see, uh, and that's another thing that I don't call... The Cosby Show black sitcom. Sure. It's not. You could have taken anybody and yeah. put it in there yeah, and it would work. Yeah. Um, it was just a great... It was, it was a family yeah, sitcom. They all need to be, but they're all right. like, you know, Tyler Perry has decided it needs to be just like, you know, of, of all people, I would think Tyler Perry might even be able to pull out a good family 
a good show. Just yeah, a good show. And like, and he might, you know, it's just, you know, unfortunately there's a lot of, you know, like when it comes to minorities on television, mm-hmm. there are more demons, aliens, and robots mm-hmm. on TV than black and Latin and Middle Eastern people. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hispanic movies. It's it's crazy. You know, like yeah. you you got a you had a, you'd have a better shot in Hollywood if you mm-hmm. had real horns <laughs> than if your last name was Hernandez. Right. You know, like that's nuts. I know. I know. But I mean, it, wh- yeah, I, I don't want to get too into the issue of race. It's not really necessarily. I'm just upset but, when I found out Bill Cosby was black. That right. was such a letdown. Yeah. Because right. you know you listen to him and you're like <laughs> it could be anything. I could have sworn he was Korean. To be honest with you. Sure. Yeah. When I I found out he was black. I was like, "This is just threw my world upside down." <laughs> it's like when I found out uh, Maya Angelou uh-huh. was a woman. Right, right. That was I. Are did, we sure? I, I mean, I had no idea. I'm gonna murder both of you. <laughs> well, somebody will. <laughs> yeah, eventually. we're all gonna get murdered. I'll take care of it, everyone. That's no the only way. Uh, I don't know where they live. Two no. constants in life. But no, being that, murdered in text. That was another thing that I just thought. And I never thought that Bill Cosby pandered any audience. No. But I think it yeah. was one of the reasons why he was so accepted by everybody. Mm-hmm. Because there was nothing in his performance that was overtly uh, anything. He uh, didn't yeah. It didn't seem... But it didn't even seem like he was changing any part of his personality no. or comedy to, you know, be more like one type of people or nope. another. He just was being himself and it just worked. Yep. I mean, he he he's kind of he's kind of ridden that Which line. Awesome. Maybe not intentionally. He's just a funny guy and, a, and an interesting guy mm-hmm. to watch. But I mean, he's ridden that line the whole time. He's the first guy to ever be a co-star, a main character on a network TV show. A, bl- a black guy to ever be a main character on a network TV show to co-star in a show in I Spy. So hmm. you know, like I mean, he broke a shitload of barriers, and I, that must have made America comfortable with him. Like, there must have been something about that. Well, and really charming. And, yeah, and again, he was the right guy at the right time. Yeah. Like, Jackie Robinson was the right guy at the right sure. time. Like, you know, Sidney Poitier was the right guy at the right time. Jackie for, Mason. You know, like, the right guy, right time, all over the place. <laughs> you know, insulting Ed Sullivan the way he did, giving him a finger. And a finger for you, and a finger for you, and a finger for you. And I won't work for 20 years. The end. <laughs> You know, what's all the fuss going on? Well, Daddy, see, uh, he, he said that they were, they were his covers. Yeah, but you said that I was belonged to the police department and, and, and that this really ain't my father, nothing like that. Who said I'm not your father? He, he, he said that you're not my father. He said that mom ain't my mom and nothing. He said that the police brought me in a package and, and left me in there and said that I was supposed to stay until I started telling lies and everything. You tell him that. No, Dad, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. No, 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 uh-uh, Dad. I just, I just, goodness, I didn't say nothing like that. He fell out the bed and he's not right. Listen to me. I'm going to speak softly and clearly. If I hear any more crying, if I hear any more arguing, I'm coming in with the you know what. Get in the bed. (laughs) Go to sleep. just feel sorry for you. He does voices on The uh, Simpsons, right? Jackie Mason? Didn't he worked all the damn time. In the 90s, he, yeah. I mean, he was the, the one-man show. I remember standing 
uh, in the line to get into the theater, my mother had gotten tickets to see Jackie Mason mm-hmm. or you know his first one man show uh-huh. in the world according to me or whatever it was called, right. some stupid thing. We're standing there <laughs> in the line to get in the theater. My mother taking me because mm-hmm. nobody else could go. And she's like, "Well, it's the theater," and like, "And it's Jackie Mason," and I was like. I'm like 12, like, right. uh, maybe 14. Sure. I was like, who's that? Yeah, right. She goes, you know, Jackie Mason. And I go, no, mom, <laughs> help me out. What is he on? And this is my mother. God bless her. She's terrible at this. Mm-hmm. She goes, eh, you know, he was on the Ed Sullivan show the whole time. And I looked at her, and this is the first time I ever did this. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> did you not realize who you're talking to? I am your son. <laughs> When is the Ed Sullivan show on? <laughs> Didn't that stop nine years before I was born? Right. What are you talking about the Ed Sullivan? And she's laughing at me on, you know, literally, we're standing in line and I'm yelling at her going, what kind of reference is that? What did you say? Don't you remember him from the RKO radio? I'm like, no, no, I don't remember him from that. Because I was come on, something else. And of course, my mother, she couldn't come up with History of the World Part 1, which is, would have been oh, yeah, the only right. thing yeah. I would have remembered or seen other than mm-hmm. him doing the voice in Sleeper, but I probably uh-huh. wouldn't have been able to pick that out. Right. Um, I forgot he was in History of the World Probably. Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, so those were the only two that, that, that could come up, but she couldn't come up with that. So she's like, and she gave up. She literally was like, forget it, you'll see when we go inside. We go inside, and I still have no fucking idea who he is. None. <laughs> he's the voice of Krusty's dad, isn't he? Yes, he's yeah. Krusty's, yes. He's uh, Rabbi Krustowski. Yeah. <laughs> So this will be the last time we ever talk about Jackie Mason on the podcast, so salutations, Jackie Mason. Um, uh, So back to Bill Cosby. So have either of you ever uh, tried to tell your sibling that they were adopted? You know, I might have. I was really evil to my sister. Really shitty. Like, I would, like... I would, like, also, like, con her out of her things that I wanted. I'd be like, no, I'll pay you $5 dollars you give me this lot of stuff. She's like, no, that. that's not fair. I'm like, no, it's totally fair. And I yeah. totally con her into getting her shit. She's going to listen yeah. to this, and she's going to think back. She's like, you motherfucker. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's the kind of kid I was. Yeah, he, see. He bought my share of the Super Nintendo off of me. What? He so conned like, you? Because I'm like, my parents will make me, like, like make him let me play it sometimes. Like, Plays it more than me anyway. So your, bro- your younger brother conned you? Um, well, he was just really obnoxious, and I wanted him to go away. Oh, all right. That's a, that's a form of con. So that's and he was really mean, so I'm like, before he gets mean, mm-hmm. and is just that obnoxious, mm-hmm. and he's going to give me money, Yeah. Right. probably steal it back later, but... Nice. See, theft within the family. <laughs> that's <laughs> nice. I like that. Now, me and my brother, it, we didn't have any of the, the mental games. It was just, yeah. he would piss me off, and then I would turn and punch him or something okay. horrible. Uh, but I used to torture the hell out of him, like tie him up and leave him in <laughs> Yeah, leave him in okay. like, like chase him throughout the house and hog time and leave him in the hallway just screaming. Wow. <laughs> like use one of my father's belts and like tie his legs together. Really at the been ankle. Older than me, I think this would have happened. This was this was one of my favorites. When I found this one out, this was this was all about leverage. I remember figuring this one out and it was like I could keep him out of my hair for a long time. Uh-huh. So I get one of my dad's belts and loop it around his, his ankles, <laughs> oh, tying his ankles God. together legs together at the ankle and then so he's on the floor uh-huh. right so you, you know and you drag him over to the door and then you loop the other end over the doorknob and pull it uh-huh. so his ass is up off the ground so he can't possibly get the leverage to swing and get out of there so he's just standing there with his ass up off the ground his legs in the air just screeching for my mother that's what I used to do. That's amazing. Terrible. Yeah, there were a lot of mind games, I think. I do relate to all those mind games very much. And then, like, my sister and I driving each other like crazy when we would have, like, like sort of slumber parties because, like, we didn't yeah, have a lot of friends growing up. I think I might up, have so. told him he was adopted once. Yeah. I, I probably did that. Mm-hmm. It just seems like something we would have done in my I, family. I, it wasn't that important to me. Like, no. But my family's very mean. I got more of a kick out of, like, like, like wearing him down to the point where I could, like, dress him up and, and convince him it'd be funny if we convinced my dad that he had a daughter mm-hmm. that came, that, that we just adopted, <laughs> and her name was Christina. Well, of course. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's and, good. And, and he actually, I got to do that once, and mm-hmm. then I got to, to dress him up one other time. 
And that was about it. Santa sort of willingly dressed up. Because I didn't I try it too often, but those were pretty funny to me when they happened. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty evil. Not mm-hmm. bad. Mm-mm. Could be worse, I suppose. Yeah. He tried. He used to make potions out of things that would kill me and try to get me to drink them. But luckily, I was older than him, so I was like. Are you kidding me? Not drinking like, rat poison. Yeah, really? Good job. Why don't you drink it? I made edible bubbles for my sister once. He's like, you know oh no, I just did. I just drank it over there. It's good. Mm. Yeah. No. <laughs> I made edible Go away. bubbles. No way. That has in it. How do you make edible... How do you make edible bubbles? Well, see, that's the thing is I thought I had. <laughs> you mix dish soap and apple, so- apple juice. It's and got my, food in it. It's fine. So it's my bubbly. sister would blow the bubbles. She would <laughs> eat the bubbles, and then she got terribly sick. Oh, so <laughs> because that's what happens when you eat soap. <laughs> well, to her, it was apple juice. You know, yeah. children are terrible. They do make edible bubbles now. And they I, also have those chocolate-covered Dove bars. The, the soap. On a stick. Really? Yeah, yeah. you're right. It's yeah. delicious. Good for your skin. Chocolate covered dove bars. They sell them right. next to the dove bars in mm-hmm. the ice cream section. They don't have to be refrigerated. Right. Which right. is much better. It's so much better. Yeah. Uh huh. They hold their shape longer. Too. Right. Because they're so. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, I don't know how we close this up because we've talked more about. I don't know. Poisoning somebody with soap is a pretty, pretty good. good close. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I don't know. I mean, not to say that Bill Cosby had done that. Right. And I don't want to end on wasn't him. against Jason. That's yeah. True. And I don't want to end on, you know, like him okay. drugging women. The worst. Was, right. Did that, is that, is that what he was accused of? Yeah, I think it was like he'd done it like a couple of oh times, like drug uh, women and like felt them up on the couch or something. Wow. I know. And I don't want to end with that. I'd rather That's end not. with Mortimer Ichabod Marker. Okay. All right? Okay. So... Get out your picture pages, <laughs> and we're going to collect all the things that have to go in the toolbox. <laughs> so, get your marker out, and, and put in it... Wait, not yet! <laughs> Make a bottle, give me a smack Sorry, in the mouth. Sorry, I was in Jason's face. First, we put, put the point on the screwdriver, and we're going to put it in the toolbox. And here we go. Ichabod's really lyrical all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't, and it always cut off really abruptly. <laughs> like it's starting in the middle. Like there's some guy, fucking union dude, just like on the track. It's like, I'm just going to go when I see the fucking thing move. <laughs> just cut it off. No up and down. <laughs> and no one ever had the picture pages. Right. I mean, did you know anyone who had them? Mm-hmm. I knew one person. I wanted them you, you badly. Yeah, and the worst part part was is like when you got the picture pages, mm-hmm. you didn't need Bill Cosby. Right. They are so fucking simple. It was like, uh, <laughs> look here, no, teeth, no. and here's the mouth. I wonder what you get. The only reason I watched them because they were so simple. It was just like because I watched they made the, awesome noises, and you got to hear Bill Cosby's voice. Right, and he always wore a funny hat. Yes, yeah, so that was the reason you watched. You didn't watch it for the picture, but I mean, like, you wanted them. It's like where they, they never told you on the show how to get, get them. It right. felt like it was just magic, even though it was really simple, silly, ridiculous stuff. Bad sound effects over. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> I know. and then when you got a good look at the marker, it literally was just a sharpie with mm. a cutout tape to it. It was yeah. taped on there. You could see mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Tape. Oh my god, you're flashing me back. Oh, so, like, brilliant. You want more acid? Yeah. Here, drink this. That's now it's not making the sound effect. I'm actually drink it. Oh. <laughs> Better. Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, and that, that that is a good note to end on because it, one way or the other, the man's helped educate probably a generation of people. Yeah, and, and and it doesn't matter. This is a great album, but yeah, they yeah. all are. They yeah, all are. That's the other thing. They're all great. I haven't listened to a singing album, so we'll do one of those episodes that, just for fun. That would be fun. Be and try, see if you can find Hickey Burr. All right. Um, so, uh, uh, real quick, before we go, Jen, why would you tell people to listen to this album? Um... Well, even if you don't have siblings, you know people who do and you grew up with those people. Uh, and Or a best friend, even, that you sometimes argue with. It's just like everybody has an experience where they know that how they're supposed to act and they just can't do it. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, they don't want to be bad. Right. But just things happen and they get out of hand and they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. When you look back on them and you didn't... You know, have anything too terrible happen because of it. So, 
No, it's it just like the first time I listened to it, I, I really I couldn't breathe. I was just crying and mm-hmm. laughing. It was amazing. Jeremy, uh, real reason to listen to this one. Um, oh yeah, uh, real reason for me to listen to this one is for the second second side. The first side is cute. Yeah, but no, the second it's side, it's it's. For all intents and purposes, it's a radio play, it's a stage play. I mean, it's as close as you can get to watching one man perform an entire scene with multiple characters and yeah. you're completely invested in it the entire time. It's, it's again, it's perfect. It's one of those nice little perfect bits. It's hysterically funny. It's absolutely true. Yeah. And which makes it heartwarming and beautiful. It's true. That's it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening this week and have a good thing. Oh, 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 uh, don't laugh. I should also just say very quickly, thanks to Jen, my fiancé, and thanks to Jeremy Guskin. Jeremy, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, I will be on The Finder on Fox uh, a week from this Thursday. I believe it's the 16th, February February 16th on Fox, The Finder. Mm -hmm. I play a um, college DJ. Yes. Yep, so a lot of VO. This will be familiar for anybody who's listening. That's what you're not. So I got a face made for radio on TV. <laughs> Score. Awesome. And I love Michael Clark Duncan. He's a big teddy bear. Good to know. All right, everybody. Have a good thing. Amen. Oh, don't spit that water on me. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. Don't spit that water on me. Okay, you asked for it, man. See that? Get out! Get out! Get out of the bed! That's all. Both of you, over here. I'm not playing with you. Where'd you get the water from? Some man came in here, Dad. I was gonna. And he had a whole bucket of water. He just threw it on his room right there. Shut up! I don't want to hear about a man coming through the window, jumping on the bed, throwing water on you. You're, where do you get these lies from? I wasn't lying, Dad. I was going to man come right through there. I wouldn't fib to you. Comedy on Vinyl is recorded at Fort Awesome Studios in beautiful downtown Burbank, California. Our producer is Mike Warden. Our host is Jason Klom. And he's also the editor. Comedy on Vinyl is a stolen dress entertainment production. You can check out all of our other podcasts, books, videos, other audio stuff, probably some writing, at StolenDress.com. And uh, please check out Comedy on Vinyl at Facebook.com slash Comedy on Vinyl, Twitter.com slash Comedy on Vinyl. And please subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us highly, and spread the word. Thank you so much for listening to Comedy on Vinyl this week, and have a very good thing. 